0: If you're looking for Pokemon-style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, everyone? It's me, the Pokemon Cave. We've got two interesting stories today. One, unfortunately, deals with yet another mishap uh, with shipping an item. Uh, Not so much the buyer versus seller kind of thing, but U.S. Customs actually really, really messed up. Uh, And I don't understand why they did this, but it's really, really heartbreaking. Uh, Basically, the owner of a classic Pokemon game valued at nearly $4,000 says U.S. Customs destroyed it. Uh, The new owner of a rare Pokemon game edition found it destroyed after going through U.S. Customs. The owner had purchased it from a Canadian seller for about $3,800. Uh, the game was rated a 9.2, which is very high and valuable. Uh, the new owner of the classic video game, valued at nearly $4,000, said it was destroyed by U.S. Customs and Border Protections uh, when they did their inspection. Uh, the friend of the owner, the CEO of video game development company, first posted about the incident on Thursday. He tweeted a photo of a ripped apart game, Pokemon Yellow, um, for clarification, and said, Customs broke the acrylic casing, threw away the seal, and tore off the box's front. The game had been sealed and graded through WADA Games, a process where old games are evaluated and scored based on their condition they're in. For collectors, grading is a serious endeavor, and people pay large sums of money for the rarest high-rated goods. A, similar, a similarly graded version of Pikachu Yellow game is being offered on eBay for around 14800 And let's, you know, remind everyone that good old Logan Paul paid over $5 million for the ultra-rare, perfectly-graded Pokemon card back in 2022, for example. Y- yeah, I mean, why not, right? The owner of the game, a man who goes by the Master of Unlocking, told that he bought the game for around $3,800 from a Canadian seller, and was supposed to receive it in the mail on Thursday. He discovered the disfigured items immediately upon opening the package. He wanted to buy the game particularly because Pokemon Yellow, which was released in '98, was the first Pokemon game he ever played. He told the outlet he was trying to obtain a near mint copy to display on his desk after selling one years ago. He goes on to say, I couldn't believe it at first, but I promptly took pictures to document the damage, the new owner told I notified the seller immediately after taking photos of the damage and to say he was shocked is an understatement. We then began working through the dispute process with PayPal, which is currently ongoing. The owner and U.S. Customs did not respond to Insider's request for comment, however. The, oblig- or, the obliterated Pokemon Yellow game had been graded a 9.2 or an A+, according to uh, this, the buyer, which is nearly a top score. Twitter, Twitter users commented on the post as if they were experiencing the disappointment themselves. One went on to say, oh my god, one user wrote. Another person wrote, dread to think how much a 9.2 rated Pokemon yellow costs. Condolences to your friend. This is savage. Did they seriously think Pikachu was that dangerous? Or one user quipped, He acted like he had explosives. Um, I'm going to actually, I'm going to leave. <laughs> if you look at the clip art for this, um, for this episode, you'll see, what this uh, poor guy found uh, is absolutely heartbreaking. Next up, the banned Kadabra card could be returning as part of the new 151 card set, uh, starting off in Japan and then coming to the English version. An upcoming Pokemon trading card game set has been the first Kadabra card, will have the first Kadabra card in over two, two decades. Following the end of a dispute with Yuri Geller, While there are many banned cards in Pokemon when it comes to competitive play for reasons like being overpowered, this instance was a much more unique roadblock to the card's inclusion. Back in 2002, Geller alleged Kadabra was based on his likeness and threatened to take Nintendo to court over the matter, resulting in a long-lasting ban. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean... (laughs) I, I remember looking back at this story and... Quite frankly, I, I, I wish he did honestly take Nintendo to court because I don't think he would have won. Uh, Yuri Yuri Geller um, was or is known as a illusionist or um, quote unquote psychic illusionist uh, who was known to bend spoons. Apparently, uh, I mean, could he really bend spoons with this mind? obviously not i highly doubt that um you know there's all tricks of the trade uh sleight of hand whatnot selling a little or a lot Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So, just because, I mean, any illusionist could use spoons. Um, I mean, Penn and Teller use spoons. Everything really, right? Uh, do you see them taking Pokemon or Nintendo or this company or that company to court over every little thing? No, because uh, illusion or magic is open for everyone, everyone does a different version of someone else's illusion or someone else's card trick or this or that. Um, I mean, for instance. Uh, coughing and wheezing were originally named after New York and Los Angeles. Do you see the city of Los Angeles or the city of New York taking Nintendo to court because they they made two Pokemon with uh, basically making fun of two US states? No. So, I mean, should he have did this garbage for basically two decades? Absolutely not. I think this guy's a complete moron. Uh, And I'm glad to see Kadabra come back, and hopefully this is the last time you hear about this stupid Yuri Geller guy. And finally, there is a lot of debate going on the uh, online forums right now, and just online in general, about catching shiny Pokemon, or at least how you catch shiny Pokemon. Some people are just completely batshit angry at the fact that people use Quick Balls to catch shiny Pokemon and they think that it shouldn't be allowed, or that it shouldn't count. Uh, so, shiny Pokemon have been a staple of the series since Gen 2, when players first went to the Lake of Rage and caught Red Gyarados. Man, I love that Red Gyarados. The odd egg in Pokemon Crystal had a 1 in 8 chance of being shiny, uh, giving players a notion that some Pokemon are not quite like the others. Since then, shiny hunting has become a popular way to play the game with many spending hours finding and catching their favorite different colored mons. Shiny Pokemon are rare. The base odds are, of finding one is around one in 4,000. In fact, I found a uh, pink Dratini actually once in Pokemon Violet and the stupid bugger went underwater, water and I couldn't, he wouldn't come back up. So unfortunately I lost a shiny Dratini. Uh, but there are different ways you can increase this um, from the 1 in 4,000. Uh, 4, Breeding with a Pokemon from a game in a different language, obtaining a shiny charm, and making Herba Mista sandwiches are all methods in Scarlet and Violet. Shiny hunting has become easier over the years as more methods are introduced with the activity's popularity growing. But this has, but this has led many to be angry rather than happy. You see, shiny hunting... Was seen as a status symbol. It was a mark that you were willing to spend hundreds of hours walking around trying to find one. The hardest shinies give the most satisfaction, and people relish in looking for the most difficult ones to find. The Manfy from Pokemon Ranger is a classic example. There is one Manfy egg given away per cartilage. Once you complete the game for the first time, the odds then were one in 8,000, and if yours wasn't shiny, it was time to buy a new copy. Some people like to shiny hunt Pokemon that can run away, such as Safari Pokemon, or ones that can damage themselves or explode. Others like to hunt uncatchable shinies, such as the first Starly you encounter in Diamond and Pearl. As shiny odds have become easier, shiny fans have tried to find more ways of making their shinies more exclusive. There are now marks that display text when you release release your Pokemon in battle, like Dondonzo the Gourmand or Garchomp, the once well trained. But the rarity of these combined with the shiny odds means you will likely never find a certain shiny with a certain mark you want. Players look for a middle ground between a regular shiny and this unattainable goal. That's where balls come in. Pokeballs of course. Each ball comes with a different catch rate depending on a situation. A net ball is an easy way to catch a bug or a water type Pokemon. While a timer ball works best if you have to have been in a battle for more than seven turns. The different balls have different effects and also different looks on the outside. Once you catch a Pokemon, it's in there and it's never gonna come, or once you catch a Pokemon in a ball, there's no going back. It will be in in that ball for life. Players started to catch their target shinies in certain kinds of balls. This is more often than not, not the best ball for the job, but much like shiny Pokemon, it's all about style over substance. Some people like to catch Pokemon in balls that match the color of the patterns on the Pokemon, but another trend is also emerging. As is always the case is exclusively, people started to catch shinies in the most difficult ball possible. This includes a Pokeball, a Premier Ball, aptly a alternate colored Pokeball, or a luxury ball, all of which have the worst catch rate possible. Now this is all fine and dandy, but the problem starts to emerge when people openly reprimand others for not doing the same. The recent debate is whether a shiny Pokemon caught in a Quick Ball is valid. Quick Balls can be used on the first turn of battle and often give a 1 in 3 chance of catching the Pokemon, which is some of the best odds in the game for a Pokemon at full health. This is important as most Pokemon, or as most, many people don't damage shinies because if they faint, they are gone for good, unfortunately. So the question is is a shiny Pokemon caught in a Quick Ball less valid than one caught in, say, a Luxury Ball? The answer is no. In reality, shiny Pokemon are no different than regular Pokemon. Neither the ball nor the color offers any advantage. If you like to shiny hunt, that's great. If you like to catch them all in a premier ball, fantastic. But no one needs to judge how others play and enjoy their games, especially over what colors or balls look the coolest. And with that, I say have a good day, good week, and a good month.